This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Happy New Year, you chuckleheads. This is Hypothetical Happy Help. Happy 2016. Yeah. It's not 2016 yet, though, Scott. No, it almost It is. will be in a few short moments. Yeah. Well, the, ball, the balls are going to drop day. in New York City or whatever. Oh, man, I can't wait for my balls to drop. I know. You've been waiting a long time, man. Yeah, man. How do you... Oh, uh, okay, so I know how we celebrate over here, but over there, I like to bring these things up. I like to bring up the mm-hmm. differences between our, our nations. You like to try and promote division. I know, Scott. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. It's upsetting, really. I thought you'd get over it by now just and just accept we're one big happy... Uh, family, but splitting fair, this fair shit enough. right down the middle. Um, do you? What do you do? I guess you 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 get drunk like everyone else, right? Is that the deal? I mean, I don't mean you specifically, but you know the collective uh, European world. They they all like to party till it's till they drop and it's super yeah. late, and they kiss when the when the clock strikes. All that yeah, stuff, exactly. right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You just, you just do it before we everywhere. do. Yeah, just so many fireworks. Do you uh, do you have that tradition of the the couples have to kiss right at midnight? Is that a thing? Don't have to, Scott. I like to think that it's a choice every time, and that we choose to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say so. It's 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 a it's a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think the world needs more excuses to kiss people you love. Sure. I think that's um, you know, that's what it needs to be. You that's and I are we you're, we're a lot more alike than than we think. Our nations, we we have we a are lot very of shared, similar, yeah, yeah. very Americanized over here. Sure. Um, I'm I'm sure. I'd say you know, I say Americanized. Yeah, I think that you guys have corrupted us and not us. Uh, corrupting you in any ways do you think so we kind of we we founded you so i'm okay so what do you think have, have we retained anything from you in particular like do you ever look over here and go oh wow yeah those guys are clearly uh you know our descendants like look at them with their thing they do is that uh, or is that all gone have we taken that all out yeah i'd say so yeah i don't think i don't think we i don't think we really you know do that okay fair enough you know you never know that's why i have to ask these questions Hey, if you Bam. don't know what this show is, we answer questions from you people at home. Uh, you have you have problems. You calling you people? Yeah, well, these people. You'll and you'll these hear one of them here in a second. Who's? I am. Got some voices in his head. Oh, they are. Oh, they are. Okay. Not you. I know you do. I but I am a person. You've come to grips with your problem. Um, but this guy, or I can't remember if it's a guy or a girl. Now that I look at the <laughs> my notes, but anyway, this person. We'll find this, out soon. Yeah, this fellow human being wants to talk about voices in your head. Hi, Scott. Oh, oh it's a lady wondering if you guys could give me advice on how to manage all of the multiple voices inside of my head. They can be quite annoying sometimes, but they're also very helpful. Got any ideas? Bye. Thanks. You guys are awesome. Woefully short on information, though. I don't Um, know what kind of voices she's got. Like, what do you mean? Is one of them telling you to kill people? Is one of them telling you to eat more potato uh, chips? Like, what's going on? It's a scary thing, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think all we can talk about is the voices in our head, really, Scott, and just, you know, how that's affected us. Okay. Um, and I would say, you know, personally, I've tried to um, encourage uh, the the enjoyment of kind of not being lonely. Yeah. Very often, I think you've got to see the benefits where they are. Yeah. And so I'd say, you know, a big thing uh, here is is that, you know, with the constant natter back and forth, you're never alone, mm. uh, which is great. Because it's funny, actually, if you're alone for long enough, um, you can actually um, end up going a little bit insane to the point where you hear voices. So I kind of like to think it's nature's way of um, just just allowing you to 
that's a positive spin on that. Of, I had never yeah, thought exactly. of it that yeah, way. Yeah, I think so. Just so that you're never fully alone all the time. So, so, if, so if I'm in solitary confinement in prison because I, mm. I don't know, I took an extra fork when I wasn't supposed to or whatever, and they throw me in yeah. this dank room and I'm locked in there by day eight or nine in the pure blackness and no interaction with other human beings and I start to hear voices, you're saying that I could spin that in a, in a way that isn't so negative. It's my buffer. It's my way of getting through or coping with the, with the hellhole I'm in. Right. Mm, I think so. I think so. So that's why I question the need to, uh, to, to quell the voices in the head. I think that, you know, that's a, that's something you kind of want to, you want to, you know, help encourage. Yeah. You want to (laughs) tell, well, okay. Let's look at the other side of this coin though. If these voices okay. are telling her to go to Walmart and uh, stab a lady with an ice pick in the back of her head while she's not looking, yeah, I, I don't know that you should try to let that voice come out. You know what I mean? Like you should probably it seems, quell that one. It seems less so uh, accepted. I, I, I'd agree. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but we don't know that the voices are bad voices. She's just saying, "Can I stop the voices in some way?" Yeah. Doesn't and the answer there is is probably, but okay. do you want to? Have you like, ever you know, have you ever felt like you heard an auditory voice in your head that you could actually hear, not just imagine hearing, but actually heard it? Like kind of look around the room, like whoa, is somebody here? Kind of things that ever happened to you? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of one. I, I honestly can't think of ever hearing voices to the point where I'm questioning my own sanity. Yeah. But I have heard my daughter do. I heard my daughter's voice once in the middle of the night and she was nowhere near us. I really She was at somebody else's house and I was asleep and out of dead sleep at like two in the morning. I heard her say, hey, dad, as clearly as if she was standing next to my bed, yelling at my face. And I woke up and she was gone or not there. And she was at this friend's house. And I I was so stressed about that because I thought, "Uh oh, not really generally a believer in like weird supernatural moments in people's lives. But if. What if she's not? What if something's wrong? What if I got like really oh, good no. parental, you know, radar and whatever? She, she, everything was what fine. Happened? It turned out to be nothing. Oh, okay. But like always. But it. But it Almost was so. It was so real to me. It was audible. Like I could hear it. And I've never had that happen before or since. And I have no explanation for it other than, I mean, what are our brains other than receiving mechanisms and generation mechanisms for our senses? So it's probably not that crazy to think that my brain may have just created enough sensory perception in my own head to mimic what something might physically sound like to the left side of my head in a bed. You know what I mean? Like possible. It's scary though. It's scary, Scott. I won't, I won't, I won't lie. I'm, I'm slightly worried. You a little freaked out? Maybe yeah. you have psychic powers. <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at telling when nothing's wrong with people. Is that? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So if you ever, you know, think that something is wrong with me, yeah, I don't know if that means I'm I'm going to be safe or not. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I if you ever hear me, don't worry. If you don't hear me, maybe send me a text and just be like, "Hey, man, are you you okay? I haven't heard your voice in a while." Right. I've been like, but we just did a podcast just a few days ago, and you'd be like, "No, no, no," just like you know, normally in in my head. Well, you have had it before where you've played a video game enough, and I'm guessing Hearthstone may be uh, a good example of this, but where you've played it long enough and and enough of it at a, at a go that when you do go to sleep that your dreams are often riddled with the vi- both the visuals and the audio mm. of that experience. Isn't that happened to Definitely. you before? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And it is, I think anything, I even get it, I think with any game, 
So I had it with Fallout. Mm. Even had it with uh, with Just Cause. Oh yeah, kind of you know, kind of wingsuiting around. Rico, it's crazy. Yeah. It's great. That game is great. It's, it's, I kind of want to be able to 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 bottle that sort of ability, mm. just because um, tripping balls in your dreams is amazing. Just you know, literally just being like, I went on an amazing journey and I didn't. I was asleep the whole time. <laughs> Uh, is is you know makes for terrible stories but fantastic uh, personal participation. Do you so, the, do you do the old so there's that old age old question: Do people remember their dreams? Do you remember yours, or do you or is it? Yeah, I, I do. Us? Well, mm. not not necessarily all of them because mm. I I don't know if I don't know, but maybe I do know, and that's what means I don't know. I well, don't I know. always know when I've woken up. It seemed really vivid at the time, and a half hour later, I don't remember it. I remember that I forgot it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that can happen yeah. definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that I've dreamt and what the dream was about in general terms. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the I had a weird dream this morning. What was the one this morning about? I don't know. See, this is the that's problem. What, exactly, that's the thing. But I remember thinking, ah, was your that wiener was out? Was your wiener out? No, okay. that's what was weird about it. <laughs> is it? You know, it was it was very strange. But anyway. At the time, I remembered it very clearly. But you're right. Now you say that, yeah. I guess I don't remember. I know. It's because wow. maybe your wiener was out. All right. Let me ask you this then. So, all right. Well, let me tell you a story. Then I want your opinion on it. When Nicholas okay. was about same age, four or five years old. Um, we talked about Star Wars last week. So it reminds me of that. When he was four or five years old, he, uh, I went to get him up one morning or something. And he, I walk in and I say, hey, buddy, it's time to get up. And he goes, grandpa was here. And I'm like, what? Uh-oh. He says, Grandpa was here, and this is my dad who died two months after Nick was born, so 2000 or so. Okay. okay. And uh, he never knew him, obviously. He's a little two-month-old. And I said, what do you mean Grandpa was here? And I thought he meant maybe the Grandpa on the other side, who's at the time lived in Mississippi, so it had been really hard for him to be there. And he said, he says, Grandpa Johnson was here. And I said, really? He says, yeah, he sat on my bed and told me stories. And I said, well, what did he look like? And then he proceeded to describe my dad to a T. Uh, bald head, uh, goatee, graying, Have you seen beard. pictures of him? Uh, well, he must have. I mean, this is, so, so that's, my, that's where my brain's at this whole time. Like, he's talking about all of this, and I'm thinking, well, he's seen pictures. He knows he had a Grandpa Johnson at this stage of his life. Um, but the way, and then I asked him what stories he told him. And he d- detailed, oh, wow. I don't remember him very well now, but he detailed these stories that there's no way Nick knew about about my dad and when he used to race, uh, do race car stuff when he was uh, a teenager and a, and a young 20s guy. He used to race around in these souped-up like stock cars and stuff. So he told this whole crazy story and now doesn't remember even having the conversation with me. So I've talked to him about this a bunch. He doesn't even remember talking to me about it. How does one explain that? Because that was a pretty weird deal. And again, I'm not one of those people that goes, "Oh yeah, the ghost came in and sat down and talked." You know, I'm not. It's not really my my vibe. But it was this one time in my parenting time where I went, "What the crap? How does this mm. three year old, four year old, whatever he was at the time, know any of this stuff?" Well, fortunately for you, Scott, I've read a lot of uh, articles on FoxNews.com, yeah. yeah, and I know that the the reason Nick was doing this was uh, gay marriage was legalized um, this year. So it's probably <laughs> a knock-on effect from that going back through time. Yeah. Um, there was also, you know, probably he's probably been exposed to too many violent video games. Yep. Um, and before that, violent movies. And before that, uh, music, rock and roll. Uh-huh. Um, and before that, books. 
um, depending. And again, time when it's when things are this immoral and corrupt against the very fabric of what makes America great. Yeah. Um, you'll find that it, it has effects that transcend uh, and transcend even uh, <laughs> time. So I would say that those are just some of the issues. Um, and then beyond that, it could just be, you know, you being punished uh, for some misgivings. So I don't know. I I, you know, I wish I knew all the answers. I don't. Right. But Fox do. So well, Fox does. OK, out. well, good. Yeah. We got that as a resource then. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. That's good. Um, all right. We have another caller. This is a guy who very much like us wants to do some things like we do. So here you go. Eric from Orlando. You know, the guy who was on Hex for Your Ex episode, the Canadian one, who you guys answered my question about my douchebag friend leaving his wife and child. Well, I have a more positive question this time. It has to do with a stream. Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to be a streamer, a video game streamer, uh, anything streaming. I love video games. I just want to have, make a living, you know, around video games. I hate making them. Went to school for that. Sucked. Never doing that shit again. But I would like to be a streamer, and I've tried it, and I don't know. I just feel like I don't have much to talk about on my stream, and I don't know how to open myself up. And I know you guys stream a lot. Do uh, you have any advice on how you open up, how you got started, what you did differently? Uh, any advice? Okay, everybody wants to be a streamer, right? Deep. It's deep. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people do, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to be PewDiePie. Everybody wants to be... I can't think of a pie. Yeah, everybody wants that. Everyone wants, everybody wants a piece of that pie, of the PewDiePie. I think people... People firstly perceive it to be a lot more fun than work. Yeah. And I think sadly, it's a lot like work. Uh, but if you're, if you're happy to invest yourself fully and you want to you know, pledge your soul and body to the God of streaming, <laughs> then potentially uh, you, can, you can do it and go far. Mm. The problem is, is that anyone can do it in that they literally can you know, stream through their video game console or PC or whatever they have. Yeah. That's a, a very easy, doable thing nowadays. Um, what they can't necessarily do is what our lovely callers got here, which is be engaging throughout that time. And then you have a problem on top of that where sometimes uh, people are unable to then get the audience uh, to know that they exist uh, whilst... Uh, streaming and being engaging and all the rest. Sure. So it's 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 certainly not easy, but it is something that a lot of people would like to do. And I mean, it's streaming. I think is really hard because YouTube. I could play a game for three hours, chop it up into fifteen-minute segments, cut out the boring bit, cut out that bit where I farted, <laughs> cut out that bit where I got lost for twenty minutes in yeah. the game, and then oh, I figured it out, and then I went on Google and I figured that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can create a compelling, fun piece of entertainment. Streaming, on the other hand, is on one level less effort because you don't need to know how to edit. You don't have to render and upload. You don't have to do your descriptions and annotations and all the rest that comes along with YouTube. Um, but you can't prepare content in advance. Your only content exists for as long as you're working. So if you go on holiday for a week, you couldn't have worked really hard for a couple of weeks beforehand to make the content to cover those weeks. Uh, you just, there's no streams. So streaming demands a huge amount more from you than YouTube and, uh, and other stuff like it. And to be compelling and fun and 
you know, for people just to want to watch you um, is really, really tough. It's like scripted TV versus live TV in a lot of ways. It's exactly like yeah. like improv, yeah. like like trying to just you know stay relevant and stay fun yeah. whilst at the same time uh, kind of being interesting and playing a game well or just yeah. entertaining or whatever. And sometimes the streaming world is so much. In some ways, it's so much different than a YouTube uh, sensation or somebody who's strong on YouTube. In a lot of the cases, those guys. If they have any streaming presence at all, it's because they're bringing their YouTube audience over for some one-offs or something. Like, yeah, they're building from that. So, uh, I noticed that some streamers, some of the biggest ones, are some you know nineteen-year-old guy in a in a beanie playing League of Legends for six hours straight, never saying a word and playing dubstep in the background. Yeah, and but playing playing well. Yeah, That's playing really well. Like, yeah, like a exactly. really pro you either player. need to be really good or really funny. Yeah. Um, and so if you're not really good, try and be really funny. Yeah. And if you are finding it hard to entertain people, uh, then keep practicing. It's, you know, it's crap, but that's all you can do is just uh, keep watching other funny things and try and get, you know, understand why something is funny. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's a there's a lot of lot of opportunities uh, to 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 make fun stuff there's a lot of space out there but at the same time it's a, it's a really tough thing i'd say that as much as uh, you know you don't enjoy making games uh, i think that making content around games can be as soul destroying and leeching from the enjoyment of playing games yeah i'm amazed by the people that i work with who you know a, an amazing game comes out and i'm like you're going to you're going to make some videos on that oh no 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 i want to play this one you know i want to enjoy it and that's the thing is it does become work. That's the weirdest thing. It so is, weird. It is weird and it is work. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Everything I make and do, I love doing, but it's also sometimes hard. Sometimes, I don't know, podcasting's not that different, streaming, YouTubing, whatever. Mm. They're all kind of in that same mode of, yeah, you've, you've taken a thing that used to be your fun hobby and you're figuring out a way to angle it to, to make a living or whatever, but it it's like any job it's you know there's work to be done it's not this and it may be that oh well work for somebody is playing fallout 4 to completion but that whole time you had to be entertaining and have things to say and sometimes tailor what the content is for the audience you're you're playing to and it's just not the same as you having fun and immersing yourself in a game all of that being said um i'm a big believer in the good stuff rises to the top so even in a very crowded space that we have now for streamers and otherwise if you have a unique thing to say, do or be, uh, that will happen. That will happen. It will take time. You have to pay your your dues. None of this is overnight for anyone ever. Um, even PewDiePie would tell you it was right time, right place kind of thing mm. for him. He said it many times, and I believe him. Um, so a lot of this is luck. It's also maybe who you know or who decided to post something you did with him. I, I have a friend who's a a Minecraft video maker. And was hardly doing any numbers, just kind of doing it on his own, trying to build something. Things weren't really working out. And one day, YouTube decides that their algorithm would show his video as one of the, what do you want to watch next squares on the end of a PewDiePie video. Mm. And that is all it took for him to suddenly jump from nobody to thousands and thousands of followers. Because there were well, enough people there that, that were like, well, I want to watch that Minecraft thing. He was good and got exposed. It's both, right. That's the, that's the thing is that, you know, anyone can be exposed um, and, you know, you can roll the dice and win the lottery. Amazing. But actually getting 
uh, keeping and retaining that is um, something very different. Yeah. So I think that's that's you know hat off to um, uh, to, to to people who do that. Yeah, it's um, hard. I think that you know it's it's very very hard, especially when you've got so many other people doing it so well uh, to 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 keep that up. Yeah. And to get yourself above the just the general noise level of everyone's doing it now, that's hard. Yeah, um, it's you know it's one thing to it was one thing for me to to have some hits early in podcasting because it was early in podcasting. It'd be a very different thing today to start fresh with nothing. You know, just go for it. It it would be real hard. Like, would the instance be a huge wow podcast? Probably not. I, I doubt it very highly. There would have already been some other somebody else would have gotten their yeah. right time, right place early enough or whatever. So a lot of that really matters, and you are at a stage where. You know, maybe focus on being the first streamer that lets people do something with VR. I don't know. My my point is yeah. in an area that nobody's dinking with yet. That's that's the easiest way because then you're not competing necessarily with entrenched, supported people. Yeah. You know, that's what you want to try and break away from ideally. Yeah, and there's a huge swath of people in the middle who look like they're doing really well but really aren't making a dime or not enough to you know support themselves. Um, so there's a long tail to that and like anything, there's like this upper crust where the PewDiePie's and the Markiplier's and the whatever's all sort of exist. And then after that, it's a big, long trail of trickle. Oh, yeah, definitely. Big trickly trail. Uh, well, that's uh, the end of this trickly trail uh, that leads to the end of this podcast, which is brought to you by you, folks. If you go to patreon.com slash hypo help and you support us there, even a tiny little bit, uh, that keeps us at the level we need to be to keep making these shows. So if you would like to be a supporter and have not yet, consider it. At hypotheticalhelp.com or go straight to patreon.com slash hypohelp. Uh, what else? Hypotheticalhelp.com. 801-471-0462. Get us a voicemail. You can leave us uh, messages there or you can send us emails. Scott at frogpants.com. Follow Terpster on Twitter at the underscore T. Follow me at Scott Johnson. We're always conversing with people there. I think that's it. Anything else, Terpster? Anything else? Just have a very, very happy new year. Um, thank you to everyone who supported us over this past year. We've absolutely loved it. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, 2016 is going to be another year. Yep. So um, that's a little insider info for you there. Yeah. Um, we get it slightly <laughs> earlier than you guys. Yeah, um, seven hours or something, whatever it is. It's, it's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm looking so. forward to 2016. Bring it uh, for me, for Terpster, and for all of you. Have a great new year, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Boop.